Hi, welcome to episode 549 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Elroy Burkdale. I'm thinking about going back to school to start a new career. Truck driving school. That's a promising field, ain't it? In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue with the Fantastic Four. Starting with issue 548, going all the way to issue 645. And today, it's Fantastic Four 549 from October 2007. Reconstruction Chapter 6. So I guess you're saying, The Honeymoon's Over. By Dwayne McDuffie and Paul Pelletier. So, the honeymoon is over. Is that how you feel about me hosting this show? Well, I don't give a shit. I'm doing the last, let me see, the last, uh, 30 episodes. Screw you, I'm no good at math. Don't look down your nose at me because I can't do no subtraction. Like, screw it. When will that shit ever come in handy in the real world? Never. So don't be trying to shove your fancy math down my throat. I've had sex with five women. And not a one gave a damn about my math skills. The only number they ever cared about was my high sperm count. Which is off the charts. What the hell am I supposed to be talking about? Oh, the damn comic book. Okay, it starts with the bad guy Claw jumping out of his silver box. He sees Black Panther on the ground and Claw says, I appear to have you at a disadvantage. Black Panther's like, I don't think so. Ben steps in and says that Black Panther is with the FF now. And he helps up the Panther. Claw says that he rubs the Panther the wrong way. Probably because he killed so many of his friends. I think we all know somebody who rubs us the wrong way like that. Claw shoots out a blast of horrible sound that sends the Human Torch reeling. It sends the Wizard grabbing for his ears. I think that metal thing on Claw's right hand plays hip-hop music. Claw asks Wizard if he rescued him, but Wizard says he didn't rescue him. He cloned him from a sound sample he obtained on BitTorrent. So this, I gather, is the first pirated supervillain. So Ben comes along, hoping to interrupt their little conversation, but Claw zaps him with a sound wave too. But Ben fights through it. The way I fight through it when my daughter's playing that Justin Bieber crap. And it's clobbering time. He reaches Claw and, you know, clobbers him. Claw disappears, leaving nothing but that metal hand, that metal hand thing clinking down on the floor. Ben pulls out a pair of earplugs, which he used to tune out the Claw's powerful sounds. It's like I told my last wife. You better get yourself some earplugs because I'm a gonna snore. And I'm gonna snore loudly, and I ain't putting no strip on my nose or nothing. Hey lady, if you wanna hold on to me, you gotta put up with that kind of shit, I said. Well, I guess she didn't wanna hold on to me cause she ran off with some fruity college professor. Come to think of it, I think he was a math teacher. Oh damn you world, you hate me, don't you? So the wizard is back where he started, surrounded by the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards, Sue Richards, 
Black Panther, Ben Grimm, Johnny Storm, and Black Storm. Oh, that's not really four people, is it? That's like five people. Oh wait, that's six people, right? Oh yeah, six people. But then Titania and Hydro Man are back, itching for a fight. And they see that Black Storm has taken away Sue's power dampener thing off her, off her head, and Sue looks pissed. She looks like Hillary after Bill comes home from a night of raping underage girls with Anthony Weiner. Sue slams Titania up into the ceiling with a force field. She surrounds Hydro Man with a force field and tosses him out of the house onto the surface of that moon where he freezes. And now she turns her attention to the wizard who looks like he's gonna shit his pants. My second wife, Betty Luann, used to have that effect on me. One look and I'd poop myself too. But I guess it was a combination of her looking at me and her bad cooking. Sue takes some force fields, wraps them around the gadgets the wizard has on his wrist, and slams him into the wall. And then, this is badass, she turns his chest cavity invisible and looks at his heart, beating a mile a minute. And she says that with a force field, she could block some of his arteries and cause a heart attack. He don't like the sound of that none, not at all. You know, I had the same look on my face when my doctor told me I had to stop eating Kentucky Fried Chicken for every meal. It's like, what is the purpose of living? I might as well be dead. Oh, damn you, world. You really, really hate me. So she keeps scaring the crap out of him until he passes out. Black Storm is like, Sue, you didn't, thinking that she killed him. But no, he just fainted. So now that the Frightful Four have been defeated, Reed brings up another pressing concern, that weird alien rock he found. Sue says, so I guess you're saying the honeymoon is over. My third wife said the same thing on our wedding night when I told her I was having dinner at Hooters. I ain't bringing you, you're my wife, I said. There's a Taco Bell across the street. Here's two bucks, get yourself a burrito. So they put the fried for four in a life pod on a 79 month journey back to Earth. And they get in another spaceship and it's off to hyperspace. Reed says they're heading for the Horologium Supercluster, about 700 million light years from Earth. He wants to save the Odotopians from another race called the Contracepsis. And, of course, prevent the Contracepsis from going after their next target, Earth. Suddenly, the ship shakes. There's a lot of goobly gawk about whether or not they dropped out of hyperspace for a second. Or did they re-enter the universe or not? Reed says they probably didn't. We, uh, we see outside their ship, and it looks like space is all torn up and cracked. And the ship flies into this white void. Either they're in another dimension, or the Inker ran out of ink. Reed says the space-time continuum is severely damaged. I felt that way when they tried to bring back the love boat. They get a message. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> They get a message from Hank Pym back at Camp Hammond on Earth. Hank says they've analyzed that alien rock more and found something helpful. The contracepsis is, being, is using a weapon called the Quantum Destabilizer, which severs the bonds between fundamental forces. I think my brother used a Quantum Destabilizer to steal away my fourth wife. T'Challa says the Quantum Destabilizer destroys space-time, and they started to use it which is why space-time looks all messed up. Panther says to Ben, they gotta get to the Horologium Supercluster and fast. So they get back into space, real space, 
and Reed is freaked out by the power of this quantum destabilizer, calling it the most destructive thing he's ever seen. Keep in mind, this is a couple years before Obamacare. They can't find any sign of life. Looks like the Odotopians are all dead, and the Contraceptius died in the process. Outside, sitting on some asteroids, is not one, not two, but 16 Watchers. Maybe more. Reed says there must be dozens. It's a veritable Watcher convention. A Watcher convention is easy money for the prostitutes. They don't have to do anything with the clients, because the clients just want to watch. Sue asks what's happening, and Reed says the disruption of space-time fidelity is spreading geometrically. In other words, as Black Panther says, the universe is falling apart. And then, even though they got no scans of life earlier, guess what? Out pops lots of it. Tons and tons, hundreds, thousands, gazillions of contraceptive dudes swarm the area and engulf the Fantastic Four's ship. And with that, the issue ends. To be continued next time with what I assume will be a situation that requires a high level of quality clobbering. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email your mother, because I ain't interested. Follow me on Twitter, Elroy Burkdale. You can download other episodes of iTunes to find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, everyone. God bless America. Driving through town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat. Knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone. A green traffic light turned straight to red. I hid in my brakes and mumbled under my breath. His fries went a flying and his orange drink covered his lap. Well, in my four year old said a four letter word. It started with S, and I was concerned. So I said, son. Now where'd you learn to talk like that? He said, I've been watching you, Dad, ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you And eat all my food and grow as tall as you are We got cowboy boots and camo pants, yeah, we're just... Reed says the space-time continuum is severely demand demand.